What's going on, guys? Anthony here. So I'm doing a bit of reading, and I came across something that I thought was pretty interesting that um, should never be the case, frankly. So here was the uh, the statement that the blogger wrote: Imagine a world where managers, imagine a world where your employees rather uh, perceive your managers as figureheads with no power or authority. What action steps um, should a manager take to change this overall perception? So this is an interesting one for me because I've seen this happen in real time. I've, uh, I've been a part of this myself when I was, uh, when I was not, uh, not, a, not a founder and, and not an executive. When I was a frontline manager and didn't have that much authority, I've seen this happen in other organizations that I've worked at. And I've seen this consistently be an issue where the employees are viewing this person. Um, and this isn't even necessarily a bad thing. This is just the reality of the organizational structure. And I'll get to that in a moment. But the employees are looking at this manager like, dude, you know, you can't do anything like you got to go talk to Sally. You got to go talk to Andrew. You, you know, David's not going to approve this. So you talking to me right now is not getting us anywhere. Thus, I'm checking out like I'm about to quit. I'm I'm mentally checking out. I am, you know, at the end of the day, I appreciate you. I love you. I appreciate you caring about this variable, but there's nothing you can do. Uh, you're just a guy here, you know, taking orders from another guy and eventually giving them to me. Um, and that can, at a very simple level, ruin the overall employee engagement factors, ruin uh, an employee's overall productivity. And so when I read this, I definitely resonated with it. I've been in situations where this is the case. I have been that employee in my young, young, young years. You know, when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, I've been that guy uh, that has completely checked out because I had an amazing relationship with my frontline manager, but I knew some of the support that I needed at the high level was just not going to get cleared. Thus, you know, Derek uh, could not do anything for me. I knew this was the variable. I knew this was the reality. So what I've been trying to do here at the company that I'm working for now and what I implore all of you guys who try to execute is change the actual organizational structure that you have. So um, I've talked about this briefly, but I'll bring this up again because I think it's super fascinating and super smart and super thoughtful. Uh, I believe it's Jason Freed. I'm not 100% sure, but I was I was listening to a podcast and uh, the gentleman was saying that instead of instead of having these frontline managers go through the, the strenuous, clunky, bulky, slow process of getting things approved, have a six hour meeting, four hour meeting, three hour meeting, two hour meeting, however long it takes you and block out and, and build out all of the decisions, occurrences, situations that definitely without a doubt needs approval at the executive level, right? The CFO has to approve it. The CEO has to approve it. The CHRO has to approve it. You know, uh, the CTO has to approve it. Whoever you have, right? Those executives at that level, that C-suite executive, they have to approve this. And there's really no debating here. You block those out. You, you build those out. You make it very clear to that frontline manager what those are. But then what you do is you build out a robust list of all the situations, all of the occurrences, all of the um, the times where the decision can can stop at that person. Right. So 
give you a very practical example. If there needs to be a workflow structure shift, you know, a frontline manager can, can have that have that autonomy. If there needs to be a surprise and delight executed, the, the frontline manager can have that autonomy. If there needs to be a one-on-one that's executed and, and, and the outcome of that one-on-one needs to be a, a slight increase uh, in salary or a slight adjustment in uh, a bonus structure or a total rewards package, whatever it's going to be, the frontline manager may or may not have that autonomy to do so. You build out this robust list of all of the things that could happen and the power that this frontline manager will have conducive to those uh, scenarios. And what you will then have after that one hour meeting, after that three hour meeting, whatever it's going to be, you will then have clarity on both sides. But more importantly than that, you will have speed, right? Because now you have Andrew, who is your frontline manager and, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm hard to come up with names here. And James, who is the employee that is looking to get led, James will now starting to look at this individual and saying, you know what? I can actually trust you. I know that these seven things that I need done, I know you, I know that you can pull the trigger on them. Thus, my engagement and my love and my passion and my connection to you is now increasing over time. And now it gives the frontline manager an opportunity to really focus on what they should be focusing on, which is the, 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 the relationships, the employee engagement perspectives, the employee relation perspectives, building that connection, building that glue, working on workflows, working on development, right? There, there is no clunkiness. There is no uh, friction there. And at a high level, at a macro level, I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of, I don't know what the answer should be. My gut tells me it should be this. So I got to reach out to my manager who has to reach out to another manager who has to talk to the, the C-level uh, executives to get an approval. <clears throat> now we're four days in. Thus, the problem that I was trying to get solved is now just sitting and really, uh, you know, causing a, a major issue throughout the business overall because it's been four days. Like these things happen on a consistent basis. And frankly, it pisses me off. And frankly, it does not need to be there. So uh, to make this very simple, again, if you guys are having this problem, right? And when I say you guys, I'm talking C-level executives or frontline managers or employees that may be listening to this. If you guys are realizing that when you need something to get passed or you need a decision to be made, or if you feel yourself checking out because things are moving too slow, maybe you bring this up. Maybe you forward this podcast in a interview, this podcast episode. Maybe you find some information around this and forward it over to your to your managers and to the sweet C-level executives and say, look, guys, I don't want to be too abrasive. I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but here are a few things that I've been thinking about because I needed X, Y, and Z passed. I needed X, Y, and Z executed. And now it's been four days. It's been two weeks. It's been three months. And frankly, it's making me check out. Frankly, I don't know if I want to be a part of an organization that's structured like this. So if we could move towards changing it in this direction, because I like you guys at a personal level, I really enjoy what you guys are doing. I really love the brand. I really love what's going on, but I just want to be able to move a little bit faster with some of these decisions because it's impacting my life. It's impacting my family. It's impacting my mental state. Um, And so these are real things. And so if brands can start to think a little bit more about this. Be thoughtful about ways that we can organize and structure this. Um, I think a lot of good can happen. So 
As always, I'm hoping I was able to bring value, clarity, insight, awareness to issues and topics that I feel should be talked about more and creating speed by giving your frontline managers full autonomy and clear and, 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 and blocking out what that full autonomy is going to look like for them. So there's no more questions. Um, that is incredibly valuable. And not just block out verbally, guys, write it down, have a document, whether it's an Airtable or whether it's in, uh, I don't know, what are some other platforms, Basecamp, whatever platforms you guys are using, uh, to-do list, whatever it's going to be that you guys have, how is it there so that if there's ever a question, each one of you guys, the frontline manager, as well as the C-level executive can refer to that information and move fast, make the right decision. And uh, just help your people because at the end of the day, you guys know what it is. Employees first, business second, right? You have to take care of your employees first. They have to be comfortable. They have to understand what's happening. They have to have clarity. They have to build those internal relationships and trust that decisions that need to be made that can impact and change their life can be made by the people they have the biggest relationship with, the deepest relationships with, the biggest amounts of, the the, the, the largest amounts of trust for, right? So um, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm rambling now. So I'll, uh, I'll end this episode, but as always, shoot me a text, 410-660-0471. Shoot me over an email, anthonyvaughn2015 at gmail.com. That's Vaughn with a V-A-U-G-H-A-N. And uh, let me know any of your thoughts, concerns, insights, perspectives, and we'll definitely jam out. Thanks so much.